episode of the B3 today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. You know you're probably overspending on your waste and recycling removal. You don't have to. Get back to doing what you do best in your business and let the folks at Sensible Waste Consulting deal with the waste companies on your behalf. Go to SensibleWaste.com for more information. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio. All right, it's a Thursday. Glad you could tune in to the B3 today. Got a got a little check-in show here today. Haven't been able to get one up this week, so I'm glad to be with you. Got a good week of shows though. The next three days, Thursday, Friday, going to have a Saturday show today, and then uh, going to record tonight at Red Bones. Uploading on Friday, going to be an exciting one. Our 100th show of the former Birdies Bourbon and Basketball podcast. Now, of course, the B3 pod. Host of the show, voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy, the Todd father from the Washington Times-Herald. Todd Lancaster, of course, will be on hand, and then we're going to have some special guests stop by. I know for sure, JPM, John Patrick Mullen, Borgody legend Mike Wagner going to stop by. So... And who knows, maybe some more, but maybe talk about the history of the show maybe a little bit and all the good things that have happened while we did that. Man, we've had a good run. Jeez. We've had Lagodi girls and Coach Smith, the Bari boys, Josh and his run, Coach Dow. So we've had some great, great runs in there. The, the resurrection and, and – uh, revamp of Washington football getting that on there we've just got all kind of good stuff all the coaches and and programs in this area that have have provided us with so much good content so we're looking forward to doing a little celebrating tonight on that and of course I can't can't say enough about my partners that I did that with started it with Blake Burkhart Chris Brothers I wish they could have been there tonight but neither one of them can but uh, I, I couldn't have done it, couldn't have started it without them, and, and uh, appreciate everything that that they did. Started back first show uploaded April twenty eighth, twenty twenty, and that was uh, with guest the baseball coach was our first guest of the North Davis Cougars, uh, Stephen McNabb. And then we've we've had uh, my goodness, all kinds of cool stuff. Two PGA Tour players, Adam Shank and Josh Teeter. Rick Simler from WTHI, and of course Marty Ledbetter's been on. Done a couple of live shows of shootouts at Country Oaks, which were a lot of fun. Had the local high school legend and NBA player Luke Zeller on the show. IHSAA commissioners. Lots of cool stuff. But... uh, and like I say, the sectional 63 coaches, Coach Haywood, Thompson, Dow, those guys are, are so good to us um, that it was still our most downloaded episode ever. I think it, it ended up topping out because um, it went pretty much statewide. Uh, about 5,000 downloads that thing ended up getting when we had the sectional 63 coaches in it at Country Oaks, and we had food and drink and big party on Sunday night. And I I still, he couldn't come on the show when we had him scheduled one time. I still owe Greg Bateman an apology for that when we had those sectional 63 coaches. I haven't, 
I had only been moved back here for a couple of years. I had no idea WRZR did the exact same thing on Monday night. I and I know it looked like I was completely ripping off their idea, but uh, but we had those guys and we invited Greg. Greg came and he and Wags were there. Matter of fact, Wags got on the on the air and when the broadcaster section and they talked and and had a great time and. Then I tune in Monday night, or somebody said something. I tuned in, listened to their show Monday night, and of course Bateman does just a fantastic job. And I was like, "Oh my God, it looks like we just completely ripped this off." And I, I swear I didn't. I thought I had this grand idea, and uh, turned out I had ripped it off. But uh, anyway, that that'll be fun to to uh, kind of have our 100th episode tonight. Let's recap the week a little bit. Let's talk the Kentucky Derby. My God, what a race. I wasn't watching the inside. I was totally watching the outside because I had a horse that was trying to come on my uh, my long shot. But Rich King, um, what a race. And I learned a lesson. When you do a derby podcast, probably need to wait until after that, whatever it was, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. deadline because uh, I didn't even include that horse in the in the damn show. So it wouldn't have mattered. I probably most likely, like everybody else told you, just not worry about it. But um, what a race. And if you go back and watch that that replay, because it's the coolest thing. And, and one thing I always liked, I heard a jockey one time say, you know, there's sometimes you're a driver and sometimes you're a rider, right? Sometimes you're driving. At the beginning of that race, he was driving. I mean, he was, he was bobbing and weaving in, in and out of traffic. But then he became a rider down the stretch, and that horse took over. And if you watch, go to YouTube and watch the replay, and you can see that horse just as clear as, as it can be. He's watching. His head is turned to the side watching that horse that's in front of him. And then when he's ready to go, he turns his head straight, and boom, he is gone. And just a really, really cool deal. Uh, I did not win any money on my bets, anything insignificant. Uh, won a couple of little things, but nothing nothing significant on mine. Uh, I do have a family member that bet $10 win place, so a $20 bet cashed out for $1,189. So um, she is taking uh, – she'll, she'll be doing the podcast next year on, uh, on Derby Tips. Uh, so now they've got a decision to make. I just read an article this morning. Um, the, you know, the – the Preakness that's coming up in Maryland doesn't set up near as well for Rich King as what the Belmont does. Belmont's a little bigger, a little wider, a little longer versus the Preakness that's a little tighter. And and so do you risk the injury, a bad finish, overtraining? It's going to be interesting to see what the trainers of, of Rich King does and if they if they enter the, the uh, Preakness. But we'll be back with a little bit of a – Preakness may try to get my buddy Brock Higgins to uh, give his insight again, and uh, on the coming up for the Preakness Stakes uh, at Pimlico Downs in Maryland, uh, that'll be in a couple more weeks. What else? NBA playoffs. Hell of a game last night. I didn't get to see Golden State. Um, we'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, hell of a game last night. I watched the end of Boston. Milwaukee, Boston, I thought was in control of that game pretty much through the fourth quarter. And then, um, you know, 
you can ask, we, I just mentioned Haywood, Thompson, Dow, but you talk to anybody, Coach Lacey Higgins will tell you, any any basketball coach, boy, you can't give up an offensive rebound on a free throw, and that sunk the Boston Celtics last night. Giannis at the line misses a free throw with just you know under 30 seconds left, and, and they, they get a putback, go up by one, and, and it just went downhill from there for the Celtics. They, they couldn't get it. They couldn't recover, and uh, Milwaukee got out of, of the Boston Garden with a win that they probably probably shouldn't have. Um, I did I did cash a pretty nice little ticket last night. I bet Memphis I took the four points and uh, they end up winning by th- what 39 points last night um, in an absolute rout of Golden State and I, I just I honestly I, I if I would have bet the money line it probably still would have gone with Golden State but I like the four um, but who saw that coming without Ja Morant? But, boy, you start looking at stats now. Going into this game, I, I saw a stat. Memphis was slightly better throughout the season without Ja Morant in the lineup, and then they go do this. There's some serious questions, and it goes back to that. And I didn't watch it, so was was the ball movement better without Ja? Because you know my philosophy on Harden and the Sixers, who I just he I think he is a an absolute team basketball offense killer. You know that series got close again because Embiid came back, but when Embiid's not absolutely one hundred percent on his game, you saw what happened. If you're relying on Harden in an important playoff game, you're sunk, and that's what happened again on Tuesday night. But last night. You know, you got you got three players, Bain, Jones, and Jackson last night for Memphis all have twenty one points. I don't know. Seems to me like that's what you want. I, I don't know. Seems I I'm not an NBA expert. I still think moving the basketball no matter what level you're in, and playing team basketball is good. Call me an old curmudgeon. I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it seems like having four guys standing and one guy dribbling, 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 and then firing an off-balance shot or driving to the basket when you know he's going to, and, and then everybody can clog the lane and, it seems simple to me. Maybe I'm way off base and, you know, I, I need to go back to John Wooden school or something. But it's it seems so simple to me. But, I don't know, getting old. Speaking of getting old, I'm just now getting into golf. My God, I'm not, I'm, I've become a fair-weather golfer. I'm just now getting the fever. I played like shit in league this week. But I'm starting to get the fever now. We're gonna, we need another band and preview show coming up for our big trip. I am. Uh, oh, I got a diet update. I'll save that for the big show tonight. I got a. I got an update. I'm. I'm getting my exercise in. To get ready to walk and banding because it's an all walking trip. But I do have a diet update tonight. So we'll get to that on the big show. I'm sure you'll be ready to tune in for that. What else? Hey, I, if you don't follow the Nature Boy, woo, my favorite wrestler. 
of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair. He's taking bumps. It was in a home ring with Jay Lethal. That was cool. You might go watch that if you're halfway interested in that because uh, it was good to see the Nate out there. Boy, you know, he kicked out of what we thought was going to be a well, – he was on his deathbed just, what, a year or so ago and and uh, not doing it in the ring live or anything like that. But, my God, the old guy's still kicking around. So you can't keep Space Mountain down. Uh, what else uh, we're going to have on Saturday's show? Of course, going to have the voice of Indiana High School Golf. We're going to have a special Saturday show. We'll talk to him about everything going on on the weekend. Put that up early so the golfers can listen to it on the way to the courses on uh, Saturday morning. So we'll talk to uh, the voice and see what all's going on. Had a good weekend last weekend. There. We'll talk about that spring preview up at Prairie View, which was just an absolute shootout. Garen Catholic and Westfield, they were they had live scoring in that. Man, they were going back and forth all day long. It was really fun to watch on the scoreboard. Um, Blue Chip Conference for this area. Blue Chip Conference going on uh, on Saturday. Should be pretty interesting. I think the favorite for the team-wise going in definitely has to be Bar-Eve. Uh They won it last year, so they're, they're, they are the, the, the defending team champion, the individual champion, Sam Emmons, is going to uh, see if he can defend his. But there's some, there's some individuals for sure and, and uh, that are going to try to take that crown from him. I think individually South Knox, the Chatton boy, the sophomore, the sophomore from Lagodi, Schwarzentruber, Connor, really, really good player. And I don't know if he's lost to Sam Ammons head to head this year. So that could be that could be interesting. Christian and Parker Steininger, both from Revay, could could compete for the individual title. Logan Craney at Washington. I've seen him. He's had some decent scores. He had a real good one at Vincennes the other night. So keep an eye on him. I'm not sure if Wood Memorial, I don't know what, what they've got going on this year. I don't know if they've got anybody that can compete for that uh, or North Knox. Um, so I have to take a look. I think South Knox and Lagodi both probably have an outside chance at the team title. So it's it's not uh, not cut and dry by any means for, for the individual title or the team title and the blue chip. But that'll be at Country Oaks. I believe it starts at 8.30 on Saturday morning. So looking forward to that. We're going to talk. What else are we going to talk about tonight on the big show? Oh, Ozark. We're going to go through Ozark. We'll make sure we let you know um, when to fast forward if you haven't watched it. But I know I've got... I've got some alternative endings, or at least an alternative ending that I would do. Um, not that I wasn't completely unsatisfied, but I think I would have done something a little different. But it was okay. I'm not a hate the ending guy. Sopranos, hey, they did what they did. You know, it was all right. Not bad. Hey, I, I, I do want to do a recommendation. If you liked uh, Game of Thrones, give Last Kingdom a chance if you haven't ever heard of it or watched it. Um, the actual last season of Last Kingdom just concluded. It had never crossed my radar. Uh, I think it started in 2015, but I just went back and, and watched the whole series on Netflix. Really, really good. A um, lot, uh, lot of historical figure, real historical figures in it 
mixed in with some um, uh, some fiction, but but really good show if you if you like that that kind of stuff. Um, I I thought it was thought it was a good show. Uh, podcast I, I've recommended this podcast before, but I'll do it again. If you are a Saturday Night Live fan, listen to Dana Carvey and and David Spade's Fly on the Wall. It is so so good. They had Jim Downey, who was the head writer for many years on Saturday Night Live, had him on this week, and uh, it was just just fantastic. Listen to those stories about the old Saturday Night Live stuff, which I am just an uh, just a mark for, especially that '90s Saturday Night Live cast, which is kind of the kind of my cast that I grew up with, and and uh, really 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 good stuff. But that'll do it. For today's quick check-in, getting ready for uh, the big record tonight. Hey, if you want to, come by. If you're a listener and you hear this today, come by tonight. We're going to record after the Washington Bari softball game. So I don't know what time that'll be, 7, 30, 8 o'clock. But we'll be at Red Bones having a cocktail. I'm sure we'll have something to eat, so stop by. Say hello, have a drink. And when they put you on the air, who knows? So on behalf of the voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy, the Todd father, Todd Lancaster, and you know the two guys that helped start this all. We'll talk about them again tonight, Chris Brothers, Blake Burkhardt. I appreciate all that you did, guys. We'll talk to you tonight or when we upload it tomorrow on the 100th episode of the B3 Podcast. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio.